It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Napa Know How. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Tuesday. I'm James Rapine iTunes, Audioboom.com, also the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us pretty much everywhere. I mean, you have one of those. Either Apple Podcast, Audioboom.com, the Audioboom app, iHeartRadio app. Also, check out LockedOnBengals.com and follow on Twitter at James Rapine, at LockedOnBengals. You're going to hear from rookie linebacker and defensive end sack machine Carl Lawson today. Also, Joe Mixon on his performance. But first, let's dive into this. Let's dive into what yesterday was. And if you missed yesterday's podcast with Joe Goodberry, great stuff from Joe, as always. Our weekly Bengals film review. Go back, give that a listen, then come back to this one. Or vice versa. I mean, you can listen to one, then the other, or vice versa. But here's here's the angle I had last week. Here's the thought I had last week. And I think it rings true today. That was a... Make-or-break game for the Bengals against the Packers. Not make-or-break record-wise, but they needed to come out and show something. Show some kind of life, So show some kind of back-against-the-wall, how are we going to answer. Aaron Rodgers is great, and I see people ripping the defense on Twitter. Aaron Rodgers does that all the time. That's what Aaron Rodgers does. It's okay. Like I knew the game was probably over when the Bengals gave the ball back after the field goal, and it was 24-17. Not over, but you thought Aaron Rodgers was going to score a touchdown. And then when the Bengals on offense went three and out in overtime, you knew it was over. You knew Aaron Rodgers was getting a field goal because that's what great quarterbacks do. So the Bengals, they put themselves in a position to win. I mean, ultimately, you look at the defense. They played well across the board. Six sacks, should have been seven. Carl Lawson dominated. Defense without Vontez Perfect, that's about all you can ask on the road against Aaron Rodgers and that Packers offense. So let's flip it. Offensively, scored two touchdowns. They uh, Shout out to William Jackson, by the way. He did have that pick six. I should have said that during the defensive portion. Offense scored two touchdowns. Should have had 20 total points. Had 17 with Bullock's missed field goal. But overall, they showed signs. Joe Mixon had a few bursts. Had a few runs that you're like, ooh, look at that. A.J. Green, 10 receptions. This offense showed signs of life. Even Andy Dalton is as critical as I am of Andy Dalton. He was pretty good early on in that game. 
had a lot of misses late. A lot, a lot of it's on Andy's shoulders to, to make a throw or two late to put that game away. He didn't do it. Joe Mixon slips, which uh, is something that's just bad luck. I mean, he was rumbling and stumbling and running through that Packers defense, slips on third and one. But ultimately, this team showed you that it wasn't scared of the moment, that it wasn't going to back down, and it responded. They didn't win. But they responded. Last year, I talked about this last week, last year they went to Dallas. And that seemed like they the, the season could go one way or the other type game. They go to Dallas, they get their head kicked in, dominated up front. Defensive line does squat. Defense gets ran over, just awful. Offensive line, offense does nothing. They're down 28 nothing at Jerry World entering the fourth quarter. Too late, Brandon LaFell touchdowns made the score much more respectable, 28-14. And that was it. I came on this podcast, and I told you it was it, and that they weren't going to go to the playoffs. And, and you guys said, oh, it's too early. No, it's too early. No, it wasn't. And if they would have done that and fallen flat and came out and, and just played like shit on Sunday, well, then guess what? <laughs> I would have called it, too. I would have waved the white flag and said it was over. They didn't win. It's also not over. But it will be if they lose this week. The Cleveland Browns, this is a must win if there's such a a thing for Andy Dalton, for Marvin Lewis, and I'm going to explain why in just one second. But first, a word from my friends at SeatGeek, because buying tickets, by the way, it's in Cleveland. So you guys can make the trip up there, get some tickets, with SeatGeek, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way i found to shop for tickets. I could be anywhere. Hell, you could be in the car on the way to Browns-Bengals this Sunday, or let's say Saturday night because you want to get a little of that nightlife in so you can wake up early, get to the tailgate, buy tickets on SeatGeek with just a few taps on your smartphone. You can instantly find seats I'm going to be using them. Heck, I just got a confirmation email. My flight is six weeks away. I'm going to the Jags-Bengals game in Jacksonville. By the way, the Jacksonville Jaguars look pretty good. Um, And I got my tickets with the SeatGeek app. It saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites and compares prices to find amazing deals. Every purchase is fully guaranteed. And best of all, just for listening to this podcast, you're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONFL, like Locked On NFL, LONFL. That's promo code LONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And this week must win. By the way, three minutes from now, you're going to hear from Carl Lawson, Joe Mixon. They were both on 700 WLW in Cincinnati last night with Dave Lapham. Lance McAllister, you will hear uh, each of those uh, pieces of those conversations, cuts, as we say, cuts, audio clips of them uh, in just a second. But it's a must win, man. Look, you can't go to Cleveland, lose, be 0-4, and somehow salvage the season. You can't do it. You have to be 2-3 and at the break, and then, honestly, you're probably going to have to go to Pittsburgh and win. Andrew Luck is probably going to be on the field when you take on Indy the next game. So... While a win would have been perfect for this Bengals team with Pittsburgh and Baltimore losing, I don't think they're out of it. 
if you lose to Cleveland, not only are you in the casket, because I think they're in the casket right now, but it's still open. If you lose to Cleveland, the casket not only shuts, it gets thrown six feet deep, and they're starting to shovel dirt on the on the casket. That's where we would be at. It's that simple. And for my purposes, take away the fan purposes. I need the Bengals to stay in the hunt here. I need fans to be interested, so they need to win against Cleveland on Sunday. It's just one of those things where if they lose to Cleveland, is that it for Marvin? You, I would have laughed at that a couple weeks ago. But that's where we're at. They've already made one unprecedented move. In the history of the franchise, they've never gotten rid of an offensive coordinator when the season started or during the season. They did after two games, after five days. Then, it looks a little better. But if they have another loss in Cleveland to Hugh Jackson to a team that's won one game, it's going to be Marvin. It's going to be Andy. It's going to be one of those two guys. It almost has to be. I could see a scenario where you have a new starting quarterback, maybe not against Buffalo, but the next week after the bye, where maybe you have an interim head coach. It doesn't have to be there. It doesn't have to get that far. You could stop the bleeding right now. You beat Cleveland. You beat Buffalo. Andy plays well. And just like that, you're going in to Pittsburgh with a chance to get back to 500 and a chance to get, the ba- get back into things. So it can go one of two ways here. One and four at the bye. Andy Dalton struggles like he did the other day, which if you listen to Joe Goodberry on the podcast yesterday and not look at the box score, you're going to realize that he did struggle a decent amount. Hell, Tony Roma pointed it out. So to me, this team, it's a must win. And then the next week's going to be a must win. And then in Pittsburgh, probably a must win. The good news, you get Vontez Perfect back. And for the first time in a while, they have a legitimate pass rush to go along with Vontez Perfect, Geno Atkins, Carl Lawson, Jordan Willis, Chris Smith, obviously Carlos Dunlap. That pass rush is real. The secondary looks good. William Jackson looks good. Hell, Drake Kirkpatrick might be their third or fourth, third or fourth best corner, depending on where you want to put Darquez Denard. So to me, this defense could be dominant. And a dominant defense is exactly what you need, not only to beat Cleveland or Buffalo at home, Cleveland on the road, but to go up to Pittsburgh, a very tough place to play. The Steelers are a different team at home than they are on the road. It's exactly what you need to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. All right, so Joe Mixon, Carl Lawson, two rookies, played huge roles the other day. They were both on Bengals line on News Radio 700 WLW. Lance McAllister has this on his blog, 700WLW.com slash Lance. And I just wanted to play some of these clippings, these audio clips, because I think it gives good perspective. Uh, there's you, You'll hear a little bit of Dave Lapham in here, a little bit of Lance McAllister, but it's mostly Joe Mixon and, and Carl Lawson. Let's start with Joe Mixon. And it, it's a simple, very simple question. How did it feel? And this is uh, something that Lance McAllister asked. How did it feel to get more playing time against the Packers? Um, it felt great, you know, going out there competing uh, with the best of the best. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as you can see, he's a great quarterback. Um, we had no doubt in, about that. 
He did it. He did a wonderful job. But, you know, I'm proud of my teammates. I'm proud of the coaches and the offense for, you know, going in there and producing how we said we would. And I'm sure in the near future it's going to be like that every game. And all we got to do is just finish, and you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, he got more playing time, and I think it should continue. Over 100 yards from scrimmage, didn't find the end zone, had some great runs, had some good runs, had some not-so-good ones. But overall, I think Joe Mixon clearly, clearly, has more talent than these other guys in the backfield. I want to see a backfield with Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon in it. Especially with the fact, and I can't believe I've waited this long in the podcast to get to Adam Schefter's report, Tyler Eifert expected to be out multiple weeks with a back injury surgery not expected at this time. And uh, let's get one more from Joe Mixon. He was asked how he thought Bill Lazor's first week as offensive coordinator went. It went really good for uh, Coach Lazor and um you know, he said for that game, his you know his big words was "Don't be afraid to go make a play," and you know that was our motto all week. Uh, we was going, we was definitely going to make plays for him, and he called some great play calls. And you know, Andy, AJ got connected, and you know the offense started clicking, and you know we got the run game going. So you know, like I said, this coming Sunday it'll be a good one. That's Joe Mixon, and yeah, looking at this offense just moving forward. If you're Bill Lazor. You have to think that everybody gets a bump now. You're playmakers. And by playmakers, these these are the guys I'm talking about from now on. From here on, these are the guys. And it, it doesn't mean that Brandon LaFell or Tyler Boyd can't make plays. But in order, A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, John Ross. Again, A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, John Ross. If you need to know Ross's importance, go back and listen to yesterday's podcast with Joe Goodberry. Honestly, I mean, those are the guys. The two running backs, Green, Ross. All these other, Cody Core even. Carl Malone, Carl Josh Malone maybe. I mean, you, you got to get those guys in and uh, get some speed out there and get some downfield throws because the Bengals have yet to do that. Part of it's on Andy, part of it's on the offense. You just got to hopefully survive without Eifert for a while, and get Ross into a rhythm. You see what happens when you play Joe Mixon and Carl Lawson and these guys that aren't afraid of the moment. Big things happen. Speaking of big things, two and a half sacks for Carl Lawson. He was asked if it was a surreal moment when he sacked Aaron Rodgers. It was just weird. I mean, I didn't get to have a conversation with him or anything like that. I he mean, didn't I, say anything to you? I mean, he said he was like, calm down. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like in, Take it easy. On the second, on the second, I, was, I was like, is he talking to me? I mean, I... I don't know. I mean, it's just been surreal, I guess, a little bit. But when I first got to go against, um, you know, Jameis Winston and, you know, in, uh, in, in our first preseason game, I mean, after that, everything was just like, I guess it's just normal. I mean, these are normal guys. Yeah. You know, they, you know, put on their socks just like I do. Right. You know, put on their helmet just like I do. So, I mean, it, it wasn't really surreal. If you were listening to Locked on Bengals podcast back during uh, training camp, and that's Carl Lawson, by the way, on Bengals Line, News Radio 700 WLW in Cincinnati, if you were listening uh, to my one-on-one, my first time I, I ever talked to Carl Lawson, I asked him what his hobbies were, and he said football. <laughs> he Seriously, he was just football. And th- they asked him something towards that, uh, something like that, like, hey, were you surprised? And he's like, no, nah, man, look, I know I could be dominant. I just need to stay healthy. So I do everything I can to get out of every game healthy. And they followed it up with the simple question, you're big on taking care of your body. What are some things that you do to get you ready to go on Sundays? And I think that a rookie 
that does all of these things, it, it's just it shows how much Carl Lawson, because Marvin Lewis has talked about how Lawson loves to break down film and comes to his office and watch film, and he just can't get enough football. So he's not the only one. Lawson didn't just tell me this thing about football as his hobby. He's told a lot of people, and he hasn't hidden it. He's, he's not hiding it. It's something that he's confident in, and he, he's working his ass off to be good at. Here he is uh, on some things that he does to make sure he's ready to go on Sunday. Everything, massage, uh, getting this thing called the float tank, uh, stretching every night. Uh, what else do I do? Muscle activation techniques, anything that can, you know, just keep me healthy. And if I find something new that I like, I'll, I'll pick up on it. He did acupuncture, if I'm not mistaken. Did, have you ever met? Have you yeah, ever I've seen done, that? You ever yeah. messed with that? Yeah, I've done acupuncture before. It's pretty have scary. You? I don't like needles, but I mean, <laughs> if it helps me stay healthy, then I'll do it. I hear you. So that's Carl Lawson. He was on Bengals Line. Also, Joe Mixon. All of that audio on Lance McAllister's iHeart Radio channel on the iHeart Radio app. I'm James Erpine. It's it's great to have you in on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, I will be in the Bengals locker room. I will talk to Bengals players one-on-one, and you will get Bengals audio that you're not going to get anywhere else. Make sure you go to LockedOnBengals.com. The weekly film review is up there now with, uh, with Joe Goodberry from yesterday. I also have five observations from the Bengals' loss to the Packers and a bunch of clips, good, bad, ugly, from the Bengals-Packers game. So if, if you didn't get to watch, if you're listening to it on the radio, anything like that, there's a lot of highlights, a lot of different things. LockedOnBengals.com. And as always, it's great to have you in. And um, that's going to do it. I'm just thinking. I can't wait. I, I got. We're working on writers for LockedOnBengals.com, and we got a couple already. But, like, nailing down and getting them set up so they could come out with their first article so I can introduce them. And uh, that's coming this week, and I'm excited for it. I hope you're excited for it. By the way, Make sure you go to uh, iTunes, give us a review, uh, give the Locked on Bengals podcast a review, and get yourself hooked up with a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. We're giving away one each week. All you do is go to iTunes, review Locked on Bengals, leave your Twitter handle, and we will randomly select a winner each week. Uh, Thank you guys for the kind words, the reviews. Let's get those in. Hopefully, your review is great too. I appreciate you listening. Until tomorrow. I'm James Erpine. This has been the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.